This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is. Ryan Castle. How are you, man? Miles. Oh, whatever. <laughs> now he lost. It. He was turning down my applause, but he turned down Castle. Oh see? God! Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. smooth. That was uh, that's amazing. What are you doing? Uh, you ever turned down a Jello shot, Miles? Hell no. <laughs> no, me either. No. So that's what I got into last night was Jello shots. Boy, am I paying for it today. <laughs> uh, They're always so tasty going down, though. You know what I mean? They, there's no point Seriously. in almost even eating regular Jello. Regular Jello no, is mean, a I'm disappointment. Not- I'm in this bar, and it's like, oh, they got Jello shots. Do you want one? I'm like, hell yes, I want a Jello shot to go with the 17 other cocktails I'd already had. And the next thing you know, there's another big pile of them that come around. Like, they come yeah, quick. Yeah. All right, do you use the little, like, straw to get it out, or you just put your tongue in there and free that Jello shot? You know, I usually start with the straw, but then by the end, I'm, like, all tongue. Yep. I, uh, I scoop with the finger and then just throw it in my lip. <laughs> Miles and I have gotten into some Jello shots at uh, Mike's Chili. Hell yeah, before. yeah, you know it. Man. Always into a Jello. Shot. <laughs> there's a there's a place in somebody's Fremont. rolling their eyes right now, like you're grown ass men drinking Jello shots. You're you, damn you right. have hey. to be grown yeah. if they're going to be you, spiked. You, you go to the Triangle in Fremont. They got Jello shots that have Pop Rocks on top, man. You want to talk about a good damn. time? That's oh, a part. That's party in your mouth right there, man. Mike and I that got into some at Lindis. Depending on your neighborhood, there's a Jello <laughs> Jello uh, shop spot. Like, how old are you guys? What are you doing? You're old enough for a Jello shot? There's always room for Jello. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, we're going back to the the movies. The movies are open again. That's exciting news. And and it's like science today. So these are are iconic movie songs or music from movies, but they didn't just go ask a bunch of people, like, what do you think is an iconic song from a movie? They actually played them music from the movies, 2,000 people, and then asked them what movie that music was associated with. So it's science today on Sydney. Oh, uh-huh. okay, so you remember it based on how memorable it actually yeah. is in the movie. So it's not just, hey, what do you think is cool, and they play, you know, uh, uh, something from a movie. Um, no, they actually listen to the music and then try to come up with the movie it's associated with. So these are the iconic movie themes. The 10 most iconic movie themes of all times on Sid and Spin. 10, number 10. Ah, I might have put this top five easily. Yeah. How do you not know this? 
I don't think like, anyone does. Who, who missed this? Who went like, this is John? Maybe some young people that haven't seen the Rocky movies? I don't know. Oh, no. It's too I don't know, man. I mean, it took me forever to see Rocky, and I still knew the Rocky theme, man. Yeah. But yeah, I will Mike's say this. Mike's probably the most uncultured person I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, and it's true, though. We were talking about this in the office, actually. But uh, Rocky's a lot like a spaghetti western. There's not a whole lot of dialogue going on for a lot of the movie. But the, the difference was, because Sylvester Stallone was self-financing this, he was going broke, and every time an actor talks, you got to pay him. So believe it or not, this theme song, it kept getting longer because Sylvester Stallone kept getting in contact with Tony Conti, the guy that wrote it, and said, look, I did 30 more seconds because he had to edit out yeah. people talking. So he ended up writing like this four-minute tune. Yeah, because he was broke. This guy, Tony Conney, does sausages and he writes music in his living rooms. Yeah, Tony's got some... Get you a great deal on a carton of cigarettes. You need slacks? Tony's got slacks. These are the ten most iconic movie themes of all time. Nine. Number nine. Nine. Again, I go top five easy. I mean, what is going to top these? This gets weird. I, look, I'm with you. I'm not a Star Wars person, but right, even but, I know it's like I most iconic. Yeah, to me, I, I might have Rocky and Star Wars number two and number one, man. This one, even with a bad Star Wars movies, still it gets you fired up in the movie theater, and then it sucks. But like the theme song, <laughs> oh yeah, pumps you up, and then you know, then they crap all over that a lot of the times. But you know what I mean? Shows it's what you like, guys know. This is from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Dirk Benedict. These are the ten most iconic movie themes of all time. Eight, number eight. All right. Is this a song technically? This is Rob Zombie, right? I mean, I, I, I think I think there is more to this than just the iconic part where uh, the woman's getting killed in the shower. Yeah. I'm just curious to know what the rest of this sounds like. Because like this is all you need to hear, and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm good. What year did Psycho come out? Is it like 1960, 1955? I can't even remember. I was, I was way I before I was born. But again, you know it, right? Yeah, exactly. Ten most iconic the movies. The song is actually 60. called Two Cats Having Sex. Oh. <laughs> that was 1960, Miles. 1960, that is Psycho. These are the ten most iconic movie themes of all time. Seven, number seven. This again, my top five. Yeah. This is Finding Nemo. This is what my stomach felt like at 3 a.m. on Sunday night. <laughs> After 17 jello shots. I'm pretty sure that I shouldn't have eaten that muscle. Oh, that's what they always say. I uh, think I spent I one night in prison. I think I opened it too much, Ted, and it didn't open up enough, so it was one that I took a risk on. And then at 3 o'clock, it started to sweat. Oh, that's terrible. And I got the squirts real, real bad. <laughs> oh, All night get long. the mouth sweats, then the butt oh, sweats. I woke up and my butt was burning. <laughs> it's like somebody set it on fire. And it sounded just like this in my head. (laughs) (laughs) No, not again. That's the vomit making its way up the floor. Running down the hall to the bathroom. (laughs) Will he make it? (laughs) 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 Ten most iconic movie themes of all time. Number six. I got nothing yet. Oh, Raiders oh, yeah. of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just started making a new Indiana Jones movie, too. Yeah. Before yeah. he dies, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. 
Again, how are these in like the bottom half of the I, top ten? You just have to wonder what are going to be the top five. We're going to find out. These Indiana are the ten most iconic movie five, Number five. guys are going to get this. This sounds like any Disney movie. Yeah. But it's not. I was going to say, it's what I put on to get in the mood. Oh, yeah. This baby making music right here. It absolutely is. I have no idea. Oh, this, this Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Oh. Oh, God. Gone with the Wind. Just probably, probably because you read the book. <laughs> sure. Sure. That's so much better the than the movie. The book is so much better. Totally. <laughs> and shorter. You can probably read the book faster than you can watch that goddamn movie. These are the 10 most iconic movie themes of all time, so I'm sitting still. What is this, Fiddler Again, on the Roof? They played these songs for people, and then people associated them with movies. That's okay. how we end up with well, this. Well, I got their bottom five, bottom ten. I have no idea. Yeah. So this is from West Side Story. Oh, God. What are we, 95? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's available to take this poll? <laughs> I know. We'll go to where they're filming the Indiana Jones you know movie. <laughs> Is is their their call database was all landline? Yes, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you have a home phone. Can I take ten minutes of your time? Oh, I'm so happy you called. I haven't talked to anyone in like four years. It says Jeffrey. These are the ten most iconic movie themes of all times on Six Spin. Three, number three. Debbie does Dallas. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Deep Throat. <laughs> I don't think you guys are going to get this one either. Does it build to anything? I think it's a theme inside of a theme. Oh, You're in my head now, Ted. My world's gone. What do you mean a theme inside of a theme? It's Inception. Is it Inception? Yeah. Doesn't do anything. No. I I, I thought it was a great movie. I I don't know who heard this and went, oh, yeah, that's from Inception. Nobody. No, I didn't. They lied. They called Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> These are the 10 most iconic movie themes of all time. Two, number two. Oh, God. Is this Titanic? See what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Leo Jesus. DiCaprio was definitely a part of this survey. <laughs> was this at the beginning of the movie, I guess? Yes. Doesn't I, sound like happy things are going to happen. Well, it sinks. <laughs> That's because she was singing. <laughs> This is from this is from the boring part of the movie. If you haven't seen Titanic, it's six. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh, dude! I was gonna read the book. <laughs> These are the ten most iconic movie themes of all times. So we made it to number one. One number one. The Shining. I am not feeling this at all. I feel like this I'm stuck at one of my kids' Christmas presentations. This is really bad, though. This yeah. Is this, is this from, the Nutcracker? Uh, Frosty the Snowman. No, this is from Harry Potter. For he real? Got, he got paid for this? <laughs> yeah. So, I'll, bre- I'll break it down for you. Rocky was at 12%, Star Wars 18%, Psycho 18%, Jaws 18%, Raiders 19%, Gone with the Wind 20%, West Side Story 23%, Inception 23%, Titanic 32%, and Harry Potter at 36%. Mm-hmm. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay. I just ran All through right. like five of these with my kids. This rings zero bells, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the last and two where's months. Holiday Road from the vacation? Sure. Anyway, that's the jam. Or what Solid about Kenny Loggins from anything? Mm-hmm. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. My parents, who years ago, uh, they were telling my brother and I, like, you know, we stood in the four corners. We thought it was really cool. And then, as Miles said, what, four or five years ago, they realized, hey, man, we're off by, like, what, nine miles or something? It was a ways. Yeah, so all the people that thought they did it didn't do it. I don't know what state they were in, but they are only in one. Mm -hmm. But you still get the picture, I guess. I guess. What made you think I don't get paid enough to deal with this crap? 206-421-ROCK. I always wanted to go there. It looks so cool. Yeah, it seemed like a cool idea. You could just do like hopscotch and be in different states, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happens, say I'm in now uh, four corners, but as I'm as I'm approaching the actual four corners mark, all right, I have committed a crime, say in New Mexico. He'll, and now the cops way, spot me and they're gonna they chase me and I step two feet over and like, guys, I'm in Arizona. So is it you have is no it, jurisdiction is it, is it, here. Is it Nevada, Utah? Is that what, what Utah, the, Colorado, oh, Colorado, Arizona, okay. New Mexico, oh, okay. I think right. it is. Okay. All right, so right, the, I did something in New Mexico, the cops are coming and now I jump diagonally to Colorado. Like what are you gonna do? Can't they just extradite you? They, they can, but, but they need an authority from that state to no, get you. They have true. to now contact the authorities in Colorado <laughs> to let them know that this jackass uh, just committed a crime here and stepped two feet away. <laughs> right? And then if I see Colorado coming, can I step over to Arizona real quick? You know what I'm I saying? I don't know about state ones. Like, I'm sure they're not supposed to do it all the time. But I think in that case, you'd be like, just tackle them. I mean, <laughs> that's what I would say. a federal border or like a country I'm, border? I know, but different states have, I'm just wondering, like, so they tackle me anyway, right? And I understand, right? Because they're pissed. I did whatever I did, but they tackle me in Colorado. I feel like... When I go to trial, you'll be extradited eventually. But I mean, could they drag me back to the New Mexico jail? Because if they tackle me in Colorado, what's Colorado going to do? Like, I did not commit a crime here. I didn't do anything. I don't know. You know, what made you think I don't get paid enough to do this crap? 206-421-ROCK. I'm going to give that a try sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, because it's kind of like what happens in like Cincinnati, right? If I go to Kentucky real quick. Right. Because the bridge is right there. So I'm like, this must happen. Where people are like, if I just make it to the bridge, I'll be mm-hmm. okay. But they got a longer distance. I mean, in this case, right, I, I just throw a punch, right? I just drop you for no reason. We're in New Mexico. And I just step over to Arizona. And you can call the you cops. Can, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Because the Arizona cops, right, that's not worth extraditing it's like, it's someone like the, for. It's like the Duke boys. Right, but in Arizona, they're not going to. They're like, look, he didn't do anything here. 
He's a jackass there, and yeah, he's eight feet away. And he's still talking smack, but I didn't do anything in Arizona for them to, to press charges, right? I, I just don't know. I get the feeling if I do it, I'll meet a different fate. But I'm just, uh, in theory, the idea. <laughs> Hello, Tommy. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right. So about five years ago, uh, I was working part-time for this pest control company. And you have to go into these weird, tight, 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 claustrophobic crawl spaces. And I got a wise idea of bringing a tire down because there was a possum down there. And before, they would have tie wire. Well, we string them now. So you, when you go down there, you pull out the vapor barrier, you pull the insulation out. and But I put the tire around the vapor barrier where the possum was, and I started stabbing him. Because, like, what else are you going to do? I'm not going to, I'm not animal control. So we're down there, and you, we're. What was that? I'm not animal control. I'm not animal control, man. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So we're, we're, we're so far away from a gas station, I had to go to the bathroom, and you can't go to the bathroom in the resident's house. So. I wound up crapping myself in the crawl space after I just killed an animal, pulling vapor barrier out, and the insulation where there's baby rats falling on my face. Ah. And, and I got paid $10 an hour. Cool. Was that your last day? I left. Yeah, and everybody was on pills. And I, I said, no. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn, buddy. You that know, is. Everyone was on pills. There were baby rats falling on my face when I pooped myself. <laughs> After I killed a possum. The aristocrats. <laughs> why, can't you use, why can't you use the residence bathroom? I mean, shouldn't it be up to the residents themselves? Like, if you said, hey, man, do you have a bathroom I can use? I'd be like, well, sure. Well, no, because you're pulling up the vapor barrier. And you you know those uh, white suits that that you pull on uh, that you put on uh, for protection they yeah. don't they rip and you're dirty and you don't want to go into somebody's house with a bunch of rat feces and cobwebs and all the other stuff. Oh, you, you and know, I are very different. Mm-hmm. I would love to go into your bathroom covered in all that. Wow, man, oh man, okay. yeah. I, you know what? I'd quit too. Like you quit your job. Like uh, let me explain what happened. Before the baby rats fell on my face, but after I defecated, I had just killed a possum. Yes, this was my last day. Stabbed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, my uh, my plan to commit a crime in New Mexico. Yes. Walk three feet and feel like I've gotten away with it. Uh, two comments. One says, you might get the FBI involved because now you've gone over state lines. Ooh. Right? So I now think I, about that. Uh, but someone else says, look, Four Corners, it's Navajo Nation. They have jurisdiction in all four. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's how they do it. What made you think I don't get paid enough to deal with this crap? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Hey, thanks for having me. There I was, 19 years old, first job working at the auto parts store. Got the job because of my brother-in-law. In comes a customer that was a regular customer. He had bought the wrong part earlier. I knew him. He walks in and says, hey, this is wrong, and I'm joking. I said, oh, we don't have it. And he freaked out, took a muffler clamp and threw it as hard as he could, hit me in the chest, <laughs> and says, you will get me my damn part right now. And I was like, oh, my God, 
gosh, I thought, now it's time to lose my job beating hell out of this guy. And I, <laughs> I had one foot over the counter, and my brother-in-law had the foresight of grabbing me in the spot pinch. You know, grabbed me on that cord of my neck, and he hit it so hard, I dropped to my knees in agony. And he starts telling the customer, look, you screwed up, dude. It's time to go before I let him go. <laughs> and he did. The customer left. And there I sat until he did, and he let me go, and that saved my job, but I was willing to lose it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if yeah, someone hit me the in the chest with a muffler, yeah. what are you doing, man? And a clamp Somebody on a muffler is adjustable. Physical? Yeah, physical or touching, that was off, man. I never even thought he would go there. Most, if no, you did, most, you wouldn't have made the joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I knew him. I wouldn't have pissed him off. I didn't know he was pissed. Now it's one way to read a guy. Ah, customer service. Mm. Uh, someone else says, as far as the four corners scenario, I like this one. By the way, other people are like, look, the U.S. Marshals will come get you. I don't know what crime you think I plan on committing. I mean, this, <laughs> I'm going to steal like a Snickers bar, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Somebody oh, yeah, said, now he's backing it down. Right. I, I'm dialing it down because I got FBI and U.S. Marshals, right? Uh, someone says, what if you're in Arizona, then you throw a punch, but you end up hitting the guy who's standing in Colorado? Where was the crime committed? Because I'm standing in Arizona. I throw this punch. goes over the border. I knocked out a dude. That's right. The I knocked him out. The crime was committed from where you were. So the crime See, was I think it's the opposite. I think the crime is because you hurt him in Colorado. Colorado's going to want you. But I could say, hey, look, man, physically, my alibi, I was not in Colorado at the time he got hit. All right. Talk to the U.S. Marshal. We don't care. <laughs> Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Now, today, we're talking about the seven steps for the perfect ice cream eating experience. But I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to get a little sexy in here. It okay. starts on her belly. All right. <laughs> uh, how do you guys store your ice cream? What do you mean, how do I store it? In the freezer. All right. Okay. Any specific spot, shelf, door? Uh, we have a drawer yeah, where all of drawer. that good kind of stuff goes. Yeah. Goes in the drawer. Goes right. in the drawer, yeah, man. All right, all right. First thing you want to do for this perfect ice cream, you want to take it out of the freezer, let it defrost for about 15 minutes. When it's too cold, the aroma molecules don't release. Oh, so you need to let it breathe. You gotta let it breathe. Like a glass of wine. I tend right, to do that. If they're too frozen, they can't uh, yeah. they, they can't release. Like Aaron Rodgers. We do that now. We do that uh, now mostly because the kids always want ice cream. And the problem is we used to always have to scoop it. So now it's the will you can have ice cream, get it yourself. But because it's so cold, they can never scoop it, so they actually unintentionally let it breathe. Yeah, when I was a kid, my grandma used to keep the scooper in warm water. They yeah. do that at, like, Baskin-Robbins. And then she'd hit yeah. it. Yeah. You ever do the thing as a kid? One of two things would happen. Either I would put the spoon in, and, and again, because you pulled it right out of the freezer, it's still ice cold, and I'd stick the spoon in there and bend the spoon, right? So I thought I was really strong until I realized anyone can bend the spoon. Or I'd finally get the ice cream scoop in there as I'm trying to pull it out, like you pull the entire gallon out of the actual container. Yeah, I've, I mean, I, I've mm -hmm. done this as an adult, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you have, like, the scooper. You're trying to get this piece out, and basically, like, a baseball-sized piece of ice cream goes shooting across the kitchen. Yeah. I like to leave mine out for a little, you know, let it, let it, like, this is saying, 15 minutes, 
It's, they're saying that's perfect. That seems like a long time. It does seem like a long time, dude. I'm like yeah. five. Put it minutes. out there for a while, then check out. Leave it out there for a minute. Then I usually do uh, like a wrap around with a paper towel around the pint, so your hand doesn't get all damp. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? I feel yeah. uh, number two on this: don't take too big of a bite. Half a teaspoon per bite is ideal. Half a teaspoon. Half a mm. teaspoon. Come on, man. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm saying like, I. I can't. It's ice cream. So you're either dealing with adults. Like I don't. I don't know anybody that eats ice cream like like a, nibbles. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's ice cream. Right, man. Mm-hmm. You get that spit as much as you can fit in your mouth see, before brain freeze seems to be most people's choice. Yeah, and sometimes when you're eating a bowl of ice cream, you get a big old scoop, and then you just keep like sucking and right. licking on it, and it gets like smaller and smaller, and then you can make it smooth. Exciting stuff. It is, man. <laughs> There's a lot going on a Sunday night in my house. Uh, put the spoon upside down in your mouth so the ice cream hits your tongue. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. Okay. That's right. not a part. I mean, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I'm talking about licking it off the spoon, like yeah. we, we that makes probably, sense. some of this stuff you kind of do uh, instinctively. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, this is what I like. Roll the ice cream around in your mouth. Pay attention to how smooth, creamy texture feels. This is a lot like wine. You're right. You know? But not as snobby. No. Welcome to the pistachio and is that mint chocolate Well, take your time. It'll last longer, too. I'll roll around in my mouth because otherwise you tend to get brain freeze, right? Yeah. I mean, again, I think it depends on the ice creams for my taste, right? If you're eating like a Ben and Jerry's that's got hunks of brownie and cookie okay. dough. Right. Go for it. <laughs> right. You, you got to gnaw on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're just eating like plain old vanilla or French vanilla, like, yeah, roll it around the mm, mouth. Man. Enjoy it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, breathing's important, too, while eating ice cream. Breathe in through your mouth while the ice cream is in there. The air passing over it uh, helps it hit more of your taste buds. You know what? That, that I did not think about. What if that works with any other food? Probably any of them. You know what I mean? Not I think once it they would. say it, yeah. All right. I'm going to eat with my mouth open tonight. Now, how <laughs> long do you think that ice cream should be in there? In your mouth? In your mouth? Uh, I'll say five seconds. I'll say ten. 12 seconds in your mouth is idea. Don't swallow too soon. Okay. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because you think that he's going to look at me? That made it amazingly uncomfortable. I can't do that. You can. <laughs> I've seen you chug a beer, fella. Uh, then they say repeat with each bite to build up, quote, a full ice cream taste profile. Oh. Okay. Ice, yeah, I've never heard ice cream profile. Yeah, I mean, look, this is according to science. Of so course. if you want the perfect ice cream eating experience... I mean, to me, the perfect ice cream eating experience would depend on the shop you're at, mm-hmm. the people you're with. The or just, ice cream flavor. Yeah, or just having it. Give it to me. Without bits yeah. of real fruit. That's well, always know, disappointing. And Miles, you're always a big, like, you like to eat in the, in the pizzeria or the restaurant because yeah. you like it hot. Like, I like eating pizza at home, but there is something to me about eating inside of an ice cream shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's real happy and, to be there. And the hottest ticket right now on my uh, dessert life is the skillet cookie with the scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. That, to me, is, uh, that, that, that might be the greatest dessert ever. I can't disagree with you. Skillet there. cookie. Yeah, the Ice cookie's cream. still warm oh, in the middle. Yeah, man, yeah, man. That's, that's the ticket right there. Uh, let's see. This sticking with ice cream here for a second. Uh, to avoid freezer burn, store your ice cream upside down, basically. If you have a right. if you have the old school like right. swing open, don't store it on the door. Because every which I always do. Because mm-hmm. every time you open the door, it melts a little bit inside of there. Oh right. So okay. right, 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 right. Okay. Now that we've had ice cream, let's get to the veggies. Vegetables. Oh, oh vegetables yeah. and ice cream. Right. <laughs> Which, I Can think... Can you imagine the, putting green beans on top of your ice cream? 
I don't even like the real fruit, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just yeah. no. I mean, there's got to be some vegetables we top with something sweet, right? Like a demi glaze or something. Yeah, but I mean, but that's that's sweet for something that's otherwise savory. You know what sweet I mean? It's potato, not just, maybe. Okay, sweet potato. Right? Sweet potatoes. Uh, it's probably as close as it gets. Right. You mar- marshmallows, whatever. Okay. I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe I'll melt down some vanilla ice cream and dump it on vegetables. <laughs> it's got to taste better. <laughs> it's got to <right. laughs> uh, So basically, an annual survey of America's favorite vegetables came out. Uh, what do you think the number one vegetable is in the country? I'm going to get... Uh, originally, I was thinking asparagus. I would say broccoli. Broccoli probably is it. Broccoli. Based on popularity. Broccoli's number one. And broccoli, like... I don't get it, man. Well, I was going to... I don't mind broccoli too much. Yeah, I, don't, broccoli, I don't have it enough, but I... Broccoli's I the easiest one to me to eat, right? Like, when you when you steam it, it's good. That and asparagus are you, probably my two favorites. They are. But I don't eat cold asparagus. Whereas, like, cold broccoli shows up on the veggie tray and this and yeah, that. Yep. And if you... You want to talk about some stinky pee, eat some raw asparagus. I've done it. Why? Because I was trying it at the farmer's market. Guys, like, you can eat this raw. It's so good. How was it? Was it? I eat like a half a stock, right? It was fine. And then I went to the bathroom, and I mean, it was like, ba-boom. Like two minutes. Two yeah. minutes later. It was amazing. That I stuff like, is magic. <laughs> I like broccoli on the veggie tray, because sometimes you get like a good treetop, and it's like bigger. You know what I mean? Because you can yeah, dip a carrot. Right, right. But when you get that broccoli, you get a lot of surface area to get the ranch in. Ooh, more dip. <laughs> right. We're taking away the point of the vegetable. Hey. Yeah, just use your finger. <laughs> uh, it's the number one vegetable in thirty in thirty different states. Dominates more than half the country. Uh, basically, the overall number of people who say it's their favorite is down a little bit, twenty three percent since twenty nineteen. Coming uh, now, the hot vegetable that's taken off. It's an old school Brussels sprouts, carrots, carrots. Is it carrots? Really? It is carrots. They're popping up everywhere. Yeah, uh, five times more people saying it's their favorite compared to two years ago. Hmm. If you get like a bundle of cooked carrots, it's great. Yeah, carrots are the most popular vegetable in 12 states. And they're sweet when they're cooked. I love to cook carrots. Yeah. I mean, I like raw carrots, but cooked carrots are another level. They're better. Plus, generally to me, I feel like if I have a cooked carrot, that means I have some type of like roast or something yes. else with right. it. Mm-hmm. It's probably cool outside. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with your pan sheet carrots like that too either. Just baking them in the oven. Yeah, you're right. I mean, again, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Carrots and broccoli, I think, are number one and number two because these are vegetables you can eat cold or hot. I mean, Mike's eating carrots like every day. I know. They're I'm eating Bugs Bunny. Dude, he's throwing these Bugs Bunny every day. My man's uh, mealing carrots. But right here in the state of Washington, we picked carrots. The other, uh, the only other veggie that ranked anywhere that ranked first anywhere was corn. 
Which, okay. I'm down with corn, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you, had to, if you had to pick a vegetable that you said is your corn. favorite, corn. it's corn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sweet corn's awesome. Uh, most of them are in, are in the Midwest where corn is huge or maize, if you will, like mm-hmm. if you're in Michigan. But yeah, corn's delicious. So there you go, kids. Remember, eat your veggies, then eat your ice cream. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. When did, uh, when did food do you dirty? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Jordan. Welcome to The Men's Room. Hola! Hola! All right, so my story comes when I was about 10. And uh, we went to a, like, a movie theater. We went to a triple feature. And... Uh, Every single time that the, the movie would start again, I'd get a, uh, another bucket of popcorn and another hot dog and another drink. And so that time, like three or four, as I was, you know, as, as we were watching. And so I felt fine after the feature, but then I got home. <laughs> and that night, I just felt absolutely terrible. And I couldn't even, like, figure out why. And I threw up all over the place. And then I realized that I had had that much popcorn, that much, that many hot dogs, that many pretzels at the uh, at the triple feature. No, you're 100 yeah. percent right. You know, Gorge, I mean, you gorge yourself as a kid. You know, your parents always warned you about all that stuff. And you're like, that's so stupid. And every once in a while, you proved them right. My kids have done it rarely, but my son about a week ago, same kind of thing. Kept warning them all day, and. My wife's like, hey, you got to stop. So he'll figure it out, man. Let him. About two hours passes. My man just, like collapses on the sofa holding his stomach. I'm like, what's up, man? It's like, I don't feel good. I said, okay, well, the next time me and your mom keep telling you not to eat all that crap, this is why. I don't want to hear another word about it. Mm-hmm. Then he rocked the bathroom for like 20 minutes, man. And, dude, the how he, I mean, nobody's poop smells good. And normally he's probably the least defensive out of all of us that live in the house. When he was done pooping, my daughter came running into the office to find me to tell me that the dog had pooped somewhere in the house, but she couldn't find it. I'm like, that was not the dog. I mean, that I, was your brother. Is it worse as an adult? Because there's sometimes I do it to this day, right? Like, especially after like Christmas or something, right? We're talking about like eating crab dip and this mm-hmm. and that. And you're like, you know, it's going to make you feel right. bad. But see, here's the difference, right? You know, when you're an adult, your problems are yours. Yeah. So, Ted, if you want to keep drinking or if you want to gorge yourself on food, you're not going to call me for comfort later. You're not going to sit on my lap. You're not going to poop in my toilet. You know what I mean? You're not going to sweat and cry on me. You'll just tell me the next day, I ate too much. I get it. When kids do this, it's like, this has become my problem now. This is why. Look, again, when you live on your own, do what you want to do. I would tell you, don't don't drink, don't do drugs. I do both. Yeah. And you know what? When I feel like crap in the morning, I don't climb into your bed when you're sleeping to tell you that I can't sleep. I just, to me, that's the whole difference. One of the biggest things that pissed my daughter off, man, was the fact that I wouldn't let her eat ice cream before dinner. And she yeah. was like, why? And I was like, look, it's just this rule. <laughs> right. It doesn't say it on the carton, <laughs> right. but it's not an appetizer. I was like, you can have a snack, but you know what? No ice cream. You can have, bless you, you can have, you can have ice cream later. You know what I mean? But, right. But you're not going to have ice cream before dinner. It's not going to ruin, you know, my, you know, appetite. Like, no, you just can't do it. I'm sorry. It's just a rule I got. You can't I know. Ice cream you got to go every time. My daughter's not, the same if way. If you let them in one little one little foot in the door, man, they will just bust that door down and they'll try it every single time. Can so. I have an ice cream cone before dinner? No. 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 
Why do you keep asking me? Right, I'm not a parent, but that just goes against the natural order. Exactly. Exactly. You have something spicy as an appetizer, the dinner's good, and and you finish with a sweet treat. My my daughter would say, there's nothing on the card that says, I can't have this before dinner. I'm like, I know that. (laughs) There's no rule on To her credit, that's a decent line. It was. But there's nothing on the card that says you got to live here. Yeah, right. I mean, so let's go with our options. When did food do you dirty? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So uh, I, uh, I'll i set this story up a little bit. Uh, some friends of mine that I was going to college with, uh, we met some girls at the, uh, at the ice capades uh, at some nightclub down in Seattle. They were, they were doing their show, the whole bit. And it was uh, the, the weekend before Thanksgiving. And uh, we were supposed to go meet them in Spokane at uh the arena that they were going to do the ice capades again the the weekend after thanksgiving so thanksgiving happens eat some turkey that was undercooked the next morning Uh i am just throwing up in the shower i you know i'm supposed to go pick up all my boys we're supposed to drive from puyallup to spokane or to pullman and uh and i'm just dying right but guess who i am i'm the guy with the car no one else has a car right so I'm that guy. So they're all telling me, dude, just buck up, man. We'll drive. You ride in the back seat. You know, so from Puyallup to Pullman, uh, I must have thrown up 20 times. Damn. Jesus. And, and, and so they get there. This is how nice my friends are. This is when, you know, girls take precedence over friendship. They drive me to the emergency room, drop me off in my own car, and they go, dude, We'll be back. And they go hook up with these girls from the ice capades, and I spend the night in the hospital with intestinal tract food poisoning. Oh, my God. I mean, certainly you understand, right? Like, No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have done anything. You got them there. You did your part. That's a fact. I mean, but what are they going to do? They're not doctors, you know? So, like, hey, we took you to the place you need to be to help you do the stuff, but uh, Mm. I'm sleeping with an ice capade. Yeah. Yeah. So they went and had their fun and hung out with the ice fade girls while I was hooked up to four or five IVs trying to rehydrate. I was going to say, and, <laughs> and it's so painfully slow. Like it, it, oh like yeah, I've, I've been through. I've, oh no, I've had three bags before with uh, the. Oh mushroom. yeah, and it's just like you're looking at this thing dripping. Like I want to go home. <laughs> Can they drip this if thing any faster? Yeah, and if you've ever had I- intestinal tract food poisoning, just just put a gun in your mouth. What it's is the worst? Your stomach, <laughs> your body, every there's nothing that doesn't hurt, and you're you're constantly throwing up until they get this medicine in you. Yeah, that that's any food mm. poisoning is bad food poisoning. I hate the idea that there's a worst a worse version of did food they, poisoning. Did they come back and check on you? I mean, how did they know you needed to spend the night in the hospital? I mean, if you go to the ER, typically it's just whatever the wait time is. I, you so know why? No, 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 no. They came back the next morning. After after they had partied all night with the ice capade girls. But what if what if your situation wasn't as bad, right? And they, you know, I don't know, gave you something to puke, and you're out of there in one hour. Did you have any way to reach them? Like, hey guys, come get my ass. No, no, this is like 1987. No ah. cell phones, no, no Uber, no nothing. I would have had to get a taxi and you know figure it out. Well, it's 2021 now, so if we're in the same situation, and I have a chance I can hook up with this ice capade. I would take your cell phone. Just be like, look, he'll be mad. But I don't want him ruining this for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did. Okay. Look, I, I get it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not the right thing, but I get why his buddies did that. It's not the yeah. right thing, but it is the same decision that would be made every time. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? You owe that guy one. That, sure. That, that's basically what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, no you know worries. I mean? I mean, because you can't It's one thing to meet up with a group of girls, but if they're in the ice capades. Right. It's, it's a bucket list I mean? item I mean, you didn't even know was on your bucket list. This is going to be, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the ice capades before, but. I mean, I know they're, they're limber. They're not praying around a bunch of ugly guys like us. I mean, right. It's, it's yeah. not like that at all, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's like a beauty pageant on ice. Yeah, I'd be there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, someone texted in and says, Steve, uh, you said you would not poison somebody on purpose, which is true. That's big of me. Uh, but didn't you take some lettuce or kale, put it in your sweaty crotch? I think I'd rather be poisoned. First of all, it was spinach. And yes, I did. And that person deserved it. It was not poisoned. And it was wilted spinach in the risotto. I wilted the spinach with my genitals, slammed it in her risotto, stirred it up, and watched her eat it. And here's the difference. It put me in a better mood. Because she had kind of ruined my mood, and I was very angry. When you get angry at work, you get distracted. Well, then I was very celebratory, and I could not wait to cook more meals. I will say, I think on some level, we've all poisoned somebody. Intentionally? Ah, get another shot in you. It'd be okay, good for yeah. Ah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I've seen people in this room poison other people. Stop yes. this. Mm-hmm. Take a shot of this. this You'll be fine. Yeah. We know it's 9 a.m. It's good for <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Capricorn. Hello, Don. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. Hola. Don, are you sober or not sober? Uh, I am sober. Welcome to the show, Don and Big Dummy. Our men's room poll, you got to perform one procedure. Will it be to pull out your own tooth, insert your own catheter, stitch your own wound, or to wipe someone else? I'll tell you, that catheter one's pretty hardcore, but I'm going to go with the, uh, man, I don't know who would choose that. I'm going to go with uh, wipe someone else. Okay, surprisingly in the lead. Yeah. Get to wiping. All right, here's your question. This one provided by our very own Mike Hawk. Which Rocky opponent actor is a Wazoo graduate? I'll wow. Give, I'll give you a hint. Not Mr. T. Um, well, you mean the act yet? Well, I'm just going to go Apollo Creed. I think that's it. No? Uh, is it Tommy Morrison? It's Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Dolph Lundgren is a coog? Dolph Lundgren is a coog. Is he even Russian? No. No. No, not a Swedish. Did he play football there? I mean, I, I hate know. to do this stereotypical no. thing, but Jesus Christ, man, surely he played sports, Dude right? went there to study chemical engineering. The guy... Oh, come on. The dude is a super brain. We just don't know it because he was like this monosyllabic... What was he doing at Wazoo? You know what he's doing? He's drinking. What, do you, what else do you right. do? Partying. Right, exactly. What's that bar called everybody goes to? I was there. I just the Coog. The Coog. The Coog, yeah. You right couldn't remember the name of the Coog bar, Sorry. Huh? I stopped in I for a couple I still have been to I should go out there this fall for a game. I was there in the summer, so was How do they not brag about that? You know what I mean? It's Dolph freaking Lunger, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Too busy cooking it. Yeah, that's true. Too drunk to care. All right, what country <laughs> music star was briefly married to actress Renee Zellweger? Oh, um. I can picture the guy's face. I'm just not going to get the name, so I'm just going to say something that I know is wrong. Garth Brooks. <laughs> is it Kenny Chesney? Kenny Chesney. You don't like Kenny Chesney? 
<laughs> oh, I got his own, got his own island. Hey, man, uh, if you're single, go to a Kenny Chesney concert and thank me later. If you're not single, single go, go to a Kenny, Kenny Chesney, Chesney concert and wear th- shades. <laughs> God, I wish... I, was that who? You yeah, that's one of the best days of my life. You didn't, didn't even go to the concert, right? Just no, off the tailgate, just tailgated and just just soaked it all in. Ted just came back and was like, "Dude, mm-hmm. the women that go to Kenny Chesney concerts yeah. is a must see." Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, it's rum and what was it? Coors Light. Is that normally what shows up there? Yeah, I think there's a few Coronas too. Okay. All right. And I saw a lot of hot chicks puking, too. Sweet. <laughs> I was like, this- nothing says I love you like a woman hurling. <laughs> All right. Here's you want your to question. take a nap in the car? <laughs> How many provinces are there in Canada? Uh-oh. Oh. No, no. oh. Five. Eleven. Ten. Oh, ten, damn it. Ten. Yep. Eleven. Ten. <laughs> All right, here is your question. The character Borat hails from what country? I'm sorry, the character Borat? Borat. Mm-hmm. Yes, he hails from what country? <sighs> I mean, a oh, character, Mexico. not not the actor. Yes, the actual character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, make good of... It's nice. I know. <laughs> I, all I... All I I hear it, but no, I'm just going to say Uzbekistan, but that's not it. It's, You're close. Uh, Kazakhstan. Question four, Don. Uh. Question number four for you. Who wrote the novel Moby Dick? Gentlemen, that's what I've got. It's been great talking to you. I love the show. Herman Melville. There you go. There you go. By the way, people are checking in. Dolph Lundgren's IQ. And I know the guy is like super, super smart. Anyone want to take a guess at Dolph Lundgren's IQ? What is the highest IQ can be? I, I 160? Is that right? His, his IQ is 160. I mean, okay. what's it out yeah. of? People always talk about IQs. Like, what, what's it out of? I'm going to say the average IQ is what? Like between 100 and 120, I think. I think that's right. I'm not 100%. I'm not smart enough to know. But it yeah. says theoretically the highest IQ possible in the world is 200. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, he's a big dummy. <laughs> Everyone with an IQ score higher than 110 is lucky enough to have an above average intelligence. I just didn't so, know. But what is the low that's still average? Uh, In other words, what's the C student? Who finished at the bottom of the class, right? So I know I'm going to piss off 50% of the audience here, but I don't care. Uh, it just doesn't seem like if you're real, 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 real smart, you go to Wazoo. No, you're right. You got to go there to I drink mean, beer and hang out, right? I mean, that's the kind of school I went to. But they do actually have some good schools. Well, like the, the veterinary the, school is one of the best in the in And the they country. have the uh, moral school of, uh, like, is it broadcasting or news or something? Like, they, Come on, man. We work in broadcasting. Yeah, we I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not the brightest. I'm just saying. Like I know he surgeons. went there. So what do you got there, Mike? Uh, your normal or average IQ is 90 to 110. 90 to 110. And he's 160. Yeah, and it, it says above 140 is near genius or genius level. wonder what his day job is. You know, like he's not acting every day. It's like, what does Dolph Lundgren wake up and do in the morning? Count his money that he still gets from Rocky IV. <laughs> and think? the expendables. Because you got to remember, one thing yeah. about oh, Sylvester Stallone, that's right. other than Jason Statham, he said, look, if you were in an action movie and you're not doing much, join the expendables. They've had Chuck yeah. Norris. They've had Dolph yep. Lundgren. They've had... That's right. Who the hell else? Carl Lewis? No. Bruce Willis. I can't remember them all, but it's. I grew up with most of these guys, and I guess that's the point. Miles, you are right, though. 
The kooks can drink. They're fun to hang oh, out with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always have a blast. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. All right, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasted. Yes, indeed. Today we toast GB News. You know what GB News is? Great Britain. Great Britain. You nailed it. It's a new news channel in England, and they just launched it this past Sunday. Now, the channel employs some names that are already familiar to both Brits and people in the U.S. It includes a former BBC News anchor, uh, Simon McCoy, and a former Apprentice winner, believe it or not, Michelle Dewberry. Anyway, they introduced the channel over the weekend with several call-in segments. Reach out to the public instantly. Smart thing to do. And in this case, it's where members of the public would comment on different topics they're kicking around. So we'll start with Simon McCoy and his co-host as they discussed childhood obesity. Just listen closely to the name of the person who called in. Of course, such as not just obesity, but type 2 diabetes, heart disease, in fact, even having a stroke. And Mike Oxlong has emailed me saying that he agrees with me. He says he thinks it's absolutely, absolutely the responsibility of parents to make sure their children have a healthy diet. And if you didn't catch that, the person who uh, emailed or called down, her name was Mike Oxlong. Now, you say to yourself, okay, this kind of crap happens all the time. Mike well, Oxlong. Oh, they're not done. <laughs> On the same day, two hours later, this time with a different anchor in a different segment, this one was hosted by Dewberry, they're now having a discussion about children's toys. And I just, I can't find anybody. Mike Hunt has gone in touch about toys. I don't think kids need expensive toys. My children have the opportunity to just go outside after school and play outdoors. So once again, in case you missed it, the first person called in to discuss childhood obesity, that was Mike Oxlong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the anchors went with it. And then the second person to call, and if you missed it, that would be Mike Hunt. And they just rolled through it. So uh, they found out after their broadcast, uh, thanks to Twitter and people emailing them to let them know. Oxlong. Yeah, Mike Oxlong. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put in a reservation with that name. I know. Uh, Oxlong, uh, Mike. Actually, the other reservation you can do is uh, Shio. Phil, Phil, out. Phil A. Shio. Yes. We'll be there. <laughs> We'll be there at six. Uh, so anyway, so to the GB Network. Hey, good work, man. We love what you're doing. We pour this booze and we drink this booze oh, because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat you party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.